Welcome back to the Emi in St. Louis podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Travis. And this is a special report. Yeah, today we are talking about a new pizza restaurant that I think is opening tomorrow. It's brand new. Like, we got a sneak peek at a restaurant. This, Nick, this is the first time. Yes, it's very exciting, and I owe it all to you, Travis. You do. <laughs> <laughs> How did you hear about uh, Motortown Pizza? So you owe it all to me, and I owe it all to Hannah. Hannah is an Instagram pro. She is better at it than anyone I've ever seen that's not a Kardashian. So she was friends with someone who worked at Rebel Kitchen. Rebel Kitchen is this amazing healthy eating restaurant. And she was one of the first 10 Instagram followers to a brand new restaurant called Motortown Pizza. And that is our special report today. Right in from the beginning. That's awesome. And so then Travis reached out to them and said, hey, we'd love to give your pizza a try. Meanwhile, I have actually been craving Detroit-style pizza, <laughs> which they are bringing to St. Louis, for months now. And so I was really excited about it. And they got in touch with us. I do want to point out, we did no begging for free food. We always offer that we just want to try it out. So <laughs> I always want to make that clear because I think our journalistic integrity is at stake. So while we do accept bribes, we do not it, ask Watch them. this slippery slope slip further and further. <laughs> like mere months ago, we were like, we don't accept free food. Now we'll take it if you offer. And before long in three months i'm going to be wearing a flat build cap that says twisted ranch on it and be like this episode is brought to you by and i'm going to be walking around downtown with a sandwich board that says will podcast for food <laughs> but anyway we talked to them and we asked them uh if there's any way that we could get a sneak peek and they said that we could get a pizza and it was very convenient that we were having a meetup with everybody who is involved in the podcast it's um it was socially distant and there are only four of us so yes <laughs> yeah there were lots of hugs but we don't do that very often so travis went and picked it up and not only did they give us a pizza <laughs> they gave us five pizzas <laughs> so we were set and so we're going to be talking about what we got today and what we liked. And I just want to say, before we get started, a huge thank you to Simon and Angelica Lusky, who are the owners of Rebel Kitchen and soon-to-be Motortown Pizza, for working with us. If you aren't following their Instagram, their food looked amazing. I was so excited when I saw the first few pictures of their pizza, and that's why I really wanted to reach out, because... I am a huge Detroit-style pizza fan, and other than Jets, which is kind of a chain here in St. Louis, you really can't find it anywhere. No, I didn't even know about Jets when we started talking about this, and I mentioned that I've been craving it because I follow a pizza subreddit because there is a subreddit about pizza, and I would say once a week somebody posts a picture that looks incredible that I just, I, it's the style that I think was made for me. Just to give you a little bit of history about where Detroit style comes from, it comes from a guy named Gus Guerra, and he originally created it in 1946 uh, in Detroit in a place called Buddy's Rendezvous, which was a former 
blind pig. Do you know what that is? What? No. <laughs> yeah. I, I read this sentence like five times, like a former blind pig, but it's it's actually another term for a speakeasy. I was really hoping you were going to say uh, Detroit-style pizza originated in Tucson, Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> that That happens sometimes. You know, a lot of the things... Pizza, I think we all think it's from Italy. It's not. It's not. That's a lie. I can't remember where it. Oh, oh, do you know where pizza comes from? I don't. But I, I always thought it was from Italy too. I'm ninety percent sure. But let's see if Francie can tell us. Regarding the origin of pizza. The general consensus seems to be that the pizza pie of crust sauce cheese that we all know and love evolved from the flatbread with toppings sold by street vendors in Naples and started becoming more widely known in the late 1800s. But historian Carol Helstowski literally wrote the book called Pizza, A Global History, and she says... The broadest definition of pizza is a yeasted flatbread with ingredients baked into it. That had its origins with the, wait for it, the Greeks. She continues, there's archaeological evidence of bread ovens and pictorial and visual evidence of what appears to be flatbreads with spots on them. The ancient Greeks bread, called plakuntos, became a meal in and of itself. Because Naples was founded as a Greek port city, the pizza that developed there may be part of the lineage of Greek flatbreads, but pizza had a history preceding its rise to popularity in Italy. By the way, I did find some evidence that the original pizzas were thin crust, which happens to be my favorite style. Thank you, Francie. And we were very excited to have Francie when we tried Motortown Pizza. Yeah. We actually got to all sit down with me, Nick, our fact checker, and our Instagram expert and try our Detroit-style pizza all together, which was really nice. It was. Let me just say one more thing about the history of Detroit-style is that when Gus started it, the original way he was making it is, was in these blue steel pans that he got from local automotive suppliers, and those pans were rectangular and the intention of them was to be a drip tray for fixing cars so he got these pans from like the 30s and 40s so they're pretty old and i'm assuming he used clean ones but they are a thicker pan than you usually think of when you're talking about a pizza pan it's similar to a cast iron skillet so it's thick steel and that is what gives the detroit style it's like signature texture and it's well it's nice to know that uh you know they started making those in oil pans and pizza hut still leaves the oil in when they make their pizza so <laughs> i'm glad you brought up pizza hut because you know i told you i thought i had had detroit style pizza and then the more i looked into it it didn't really even become a thing until 2012 when a gentleman named Sean Rendazzo won the Las Vegas International Pizza Expo World Championship and did it with a Detroit style pizza. And at that point, uh, pizza educator, which is the best job title I've ever heard in my life. Uh, pizza educator, Tony Gemini said that the reaction was immediate. Sean Rondazzo was getting calls from around the globe asking like his technique. And he started like a certification program to teach people how to make it. And it started spreading from there. But 
I, I like I said, I thought I had had Detroit style before, and when I learned that, I, wait, what does this have to do with Pizza Hut? Well, I'm I'm getting to that. <laughs> <laughs> patience travis in 30 or 40 minutes you will hear your answer <laughs> but if i don't get my answer in 30 minutes or less it's free <laughs> excellent no i thought i had had it and like i said I, I kept seeing pictures of it online and was probably having like dreams about it and it seemed like i had had it and when I started researching it, I thought I didn't. And maybe what I was thinking of is the rectangular pizza that Pizza Hut launched in the 90s called the Bigfoot Pizza. Do you remember that? <laughs> I yeah. do. I do remember that. I think when I was getting my book at points, I remember seeing advertisements for the Bigfoot Pizza. Yeah. And that was like one of the most heavily advertised pizzas of all time like they went full on with that and and one of the heaviest pizzas and one of the heaviest (laughs) they bought a blimp to go around to different cities with this big cartoony letter bigfoot pizza style on the side of it and then it crashed into a building in new york (laughs) injuring a couple of the people in it i think everyone survived and um it was it was just a big campaign that was also Fun fact, the first, I think, uh, appearance <laughs> of Oscar-nominated Haley Joel Osment. What? Yeah, he was a little kid in the commercial, and uh, I literally just learned this a couple of weeks ago. And it, um, if you want to hear about another great Pizza Hut disaster, you can listen to our other special report on the Cheez-It pizza. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, long story short... Long story long. (laughs) The the Detroit style comes from the pan, and it has a signature light, airy dough to it. And because of the way it's cooked, the ingredients run right up to the edge of it, which is different from Pizza Hut's Bigfoot thing, which I think has like more traditional crust on it. But this goes right up to the edge and creates like caramelization with the cheese on the edges. And one of the nice things about it is... The difference in textures where it's super crunchy on the side, but then it's light and soft in the middle. It's very good. So now that we know about Detroit-style pizza, let me tell you about Angelica and Simon Lusky, who are the creators of Motortown Pizza and Rebel Kitchen. So as every great pizza story begins, uh, so begins this one with a sports nutritionist. Because when you think of pizza, you think of sports nutrition. (laughs) (laughs) So Simon actually moved to St. Louis to be the nutritionist for the St. Louis Cardinals. He has this very rich background in feeding athletes uh, such as you and I, Nick. Whoa. Um, (laughs) I didn't know that. uh, But he was the nutritionist for the Cardinals and then... Other professional athletes started reaching out to him about also providing meals to them. So he started working with players from the St. Louis Rams. He started working with players from the St. Louis Blues. And from this business that he started out of his house to feed athletes, he started a restaurant called Athlete Eats. Do you remember Athlete Eats? 
Of course, me and all my athlete friends would eat there. <laughs> so I remember athlete. Oh, okay. It was really healthy, nutritional food, and it actually became Rebel Kitchen. So Rebel is still leaning on Simon's expertise as a nutritionist to provide healthy meals. They have takeaway options. But then COVID-19 hit. And Simon looked around and said, what am I going to do? When you start talking about restaurants, everybody's really felt the brunt of this. And Mm. Simon looked around an empty dining room and said, I can turn this into a pizza kitchen. So that's how Motortown got started. He decided to take some of the pizzas that he'd been making during quarantine and giving to the neighbors and see if he could make it a viable business. So in his words, healthy food is great, but not all food has to be healthy. And he sees this opportunity to create pizzas and bring people together. Angelica, his wife, her background is in hospitality. So this was a great marriage of two people with a lot of knowledge around restaurants. Simon came from a restaurant family, uh, went on to do uh, sports nutrition. And when those two got together, they created Rebel Kitchen. And now you can see kind of how they've been able to pivot into opening Motortown Pizza because of the pandemic. That's great. I love hearing about what people are doing in this difficult situation to come up with inventive and innovative ways to make food. I just wish my mind worked that way when I was met with like supreme opposition to immediately think like, how can I make a really cool thing out of this? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Do you want to talk about the pizzas we got? Yeah, I am so excited to talk about the pizzas. So one thing that I think is interesting is Detroit style is, you know, a very thick, hearty, stable pizza cut into squares, very thick. But what Simon's going to do is make gluten free and vegetarian options for all of these pizzas. So mm-hmm. before we start talking about them, if you are vegan or vegetarian and you think that in a different world, all of what we're talking about sounds delicious, those options are going to be there. And so, you know, he is leaning on his uh, healthy food nutritionist past to make sure that uh, we include our vegan and vegetarian friends and gluten-free. That's great. All right. So we got five pizzas. The first one I want to talk about is Abe Froman's Ferrari. That's brick and smoked provolone cheese, sausage, onion, sporting peppers, which I'd think of them as sport peppers, but I like the (laughs) phrase sporting peppers. Well, I think it's because of all his background with athletes. He wanted to incorporate sporting peppers. I love it. I don't know if you just made that up, but it's (laughs) great. Yeah, that's not a thing. Uh, And then that's got Giardinera, uh, which is an Italian relish of pickled vegetables and vinegar. Um, do you know what Abe Froman is a reference to? Of course I do. Abe Froman is the sausage king of Chicago. Ah, from Ferris Bueller? (laughs) From Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And that's why I'm guessing it's called the Abe Froman's Ferrari, because they had the Ferrari in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Ah, okay, okay. Everything about that was familiar, but I wasn't making the connection. That's great. It was very, very good. Uh, One thing that I thought was interesting is a lot of these have peppers in them. Some of them are on the spicy side. Some of them aren't. Some of them are like sweet pickled peppers. If you're not a heat seeker, don't get turned off if it has peppers in it. Maybe just ask. I am a huge 
Heat fan. And so I was yeah. pleasantly surprised with a lot of these because not only do they incorporate peppers, but um, we're, you're also seeing a lot of uh, like chorizo, uh, things like that to bring a little bit of spice, but never to the point where I ever felt it was overwhelming. No, there is never a burning thing. So what did you think of Abe Froman's Ferrari? It was great. I'm, I'm going to hold off on saying it was my favorite because it wasn't, but <laughs> it was... <laughs> Probably my second. I So what I really liked about the Abe Froman was the use of pretty large chunks of pepper, but there weren't a ton of them. And so mm-hmm. what I kind of run into with pizza a lot of the time is after a little while, it's a lot of the same notes. It's a lot of the same flavors coming through. But because of the way they handled the peppers there, yeah. you would get some like bite with a little bit more spice, some with a little bit less. It really kept it interesting, and it, it made for like a like one of those that I kept wanting to go back for more slices. The next pizza we tried was the El Dorado. So uh, Chihuahua, is that right? Yeah, it's it's made with real dog. No, that's a type of cheese. <laughs> that that is a, a Mexican okay. cheese. Okay, so. The El Dorado is made with Chihuahua and smoked provolone cheese, Hungry Planet chorizo, jalapenos, and pineapple. So Hungry Planet is plant-based meats. Really? So they're actually a St. Louis company as well. uh, Let me interrupt here and just say this one was my favorite, and I ate it without knowing that uh, you fooled me, Hungry Planet. I (laughs) thought it was real chorizo. Anyway. Go on. I I totally agree. I am a big chorizo fan, and I couldn't tell a difference. And, you know, I am the one with our famous special report for the Impossible Whopper that felt like I could definitely tell a difference between the real thing and the fake thing. So, yeah, yeah, Hungry Planet and Motortown are going to be partnering together to offer a lot of plant-based meat substitutes. So, going back to the vegan vegetarian option. Uh, in addition to the crust and the cheese, they're also going to have uh, plant-based meats. That's great. Um, yeah, I I know that pineapples on pizza... Are amazing. I, I know they're amazing, but it might be the most <laughs> controversial subject of 2020, I think. Uh, people are very heavily divided. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what, is is there something else going on? <laughs> uh I I missed the days when if if pineapple on pizza would be one of the most controversial topics of the year. I maybe you don't hang out in the same crowds that I do, but this is constantly just inciting arguments, destroying families, tearing them apart. No, I hang out in public where we have real problems. <laughs> but no, I don't hang out in public because we have real problems. <laughs> But you know what I mean. If there's one point of debate in pizzas that isn't Chicago versus all other pizzas, then uh, it's pineapples on pizzas. And I do like them. I, I like them heavy, but it wasn't heavy on this. Like you were saying before, it's a little varied in between bites, and it gives you just a nice different amount of flavors as you're eating through it. And, yeah, I am a little surprised that the chorizo wasn't. Uh, authentic. I I felt meat. like the sweetness balanced out the heat like perfectly. So like the little bit of spice you get mm-hmm. from the chorizo was just and and the jalapeno was really balanced out by that pineapple. And 
you know, I talked about them using big peppers on the Abe Froman. On the El Dorado, they were using really small chunks of pineapple. So it's not like you were just getting, like, huge amounts of pineapple with every bite. Yeah. They used it pretty sparingly, which I'm like you. Like, you could put an entire pineapple on a pizza, and I would go crazy for it. But I thought they used it in a really, really smart way and used it in a really good amount to like break up that heat without like overwhelming you with fruit i used to work in a pizzeria and all the cooks in the back would get hawaiian style pizza with jalapenos on it and i started eating hawaiian pizza there and love it with the that spice hey you know what i just remembered (laughs) hawaiian pizza speaking of what we were talking about earlier not from hawaii (laughs) i i have a nick fact check here Hawaiian pizza actually comes from Canada, and the reason it's called Hawaiian pizzas is because there was a Hawaiian brand name, Pineapple, that this chef started making pizzas with, and yeah. Huh. So that's why it uses Canadian bacon, because it's from Canada. Yeah. No, actually, Canadian bacon is from South Korea. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so that was my number one pizza, and... Another one we had was the Model P, which has brick cheese, Volpe pepperoni, and crispy garlic. That crispy garlic. I mean, that was the thing that set it apart. I mean, I actually, like, uh, going into this, I was like, oh, it's kind of nice to just have, like, a regular pepperoni pizza uh, to just kind of see, you know, what's the base they're working with? What is just, like, their... The fastball down the middle, to use a sports term. Um, But the Model P uses that crispy garlic on top, and it was far beyond just like a run-of-the-mill pepperoni pizza. Uh, But I I agree with you that if you're going to get one that is – you're just trying to go for the classic style. uh, I think pepperoni is a big part of Detroit style. They cook it so that the pepperonis like crisp up and make little cups, and they did it amazingly. So – the next pizza, I buckle up because I am going to rave about this thing. I, hey, I like you using car puns because that is very on topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, the next pizza is what made me want to reach out to Motortown to see if we could do this special episode because the photo of it that they used on Instagram was so amazing. I was like, how do I get a hold of that? Give me that right now. Yeah, I did not have to wait until they opened. Yo Street in a range. Salsia sausage, sorry. Pepidou peppers and red hot riplets on top. I mean, yeah, it's Detroit style pizza, but this is St. Louis like through and through. <laughs> the photos of it just looked amazing. And you said that the El Dorado was your favorite. This was my favorite by far. The the crunchiness of the red hot riplets, the peppers, the cheese. Like, it was so cheesy, but had spice and had crunch. Like, it was, it was like a... It was like something I'd never had before in a pizza. And I've eaten a lot of pizza. Name them. But, like, just... God, I'm going through an entire passport, and I took a break from that to go here. (laughs) That's great. So, yeah, I I mean, it was just amazing because not only were the flavors phenomenal, but the textures, like, 
kept you coming back for more. So I was wondering, like, you know, as we were trying these, what is the pizza I would, like, want to get a whole pizza of if we got something? I was like, it's really across the board great. And then I took a bite of this, and I was like, oh, it, this yeah. one. I would get this pizza. Um, the Red Hot Riplets, uh, St. Louis staple, aren't whole chips or anything. They're crumbled up, and I think they're cooked into it. So you get a little bit of mix in it. It's not just, like, Mm-hmm. this dust on top or anything like that. It's very good. It's blended well. Yeah, that double cheese like really holds them in place well. So it's not like you're taking a bite and your whole dinner is like all over you anymore. It's really well-constructed Detroit-style pizza. Mm-hmm. All right, and that leaves our last one that we got, and that's the Love Bug. And this this is like the Angie special, and I don't mean that just because oh, God. Uh, she's my little love bug. No, I don't mean that at all. <laughs> No. Uh, every time we go to a pizza restaurant, I can pick the one that she's going to get. And I knew this from the beginning because it's got the goat cheese. It's got the Kalamata olives. It's got the mushrooms. It's got artichoke hearts. And then it's got peppadu peppers and onions. She'd probably take the onions off. But uh, the peppers on this is one of those that I mentioned that are a sweeter pepper. Uh, same thing with Travis's favorite. That also has the Pepidou. And it was great. They're all great. I wasn't ready for this one. This was like a curveball. Yeah. I know I keep going back to sports and car puns, but... Uh, hey, yeah, stick to the cars, Travis. <laughs> uh, let me see. This was, uh, 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 this was a, a, a swerve into a different lane? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the, the Kalamata olives, the artichoke hearts, the goat cheese... It was just such a different flavor profile than the other pieces we had. It was really fresh tasting, which you don't really think about fresh tasting Detroit style pizza, <laughs> but it it nailed it. I, I was pleasantly surprised and I am not a big artichoke fan. I am not a big mushroom fan. I'm not a big Kalamata olives fan, <laughs> but you mixed them together and the taste like it, it was just Right. Yeah. It was great. I'm not a olive fan, but uh, it is one of those ingredients that combined with other things. I mean, olive oil is in everything, and I love that. But with the right proportion of it, it can be fantastic. So now that we've talked about the pizzas we had, I did want to mention the other offerings that they're going to have at Motortown. They're going to have cheese sticks. They're going to have breadsticks. They're going to have salads. Uh, they're also going to have a Nutella gooey butter cake, which... Sounds amazing. And of course, you can build your own pizza, but I'm not sure why you ever would because all of their <laughs> pre made pizzas are incredible. Yeah, and they're doing takeout and delivery only for now. I'm not sure about the future. And you can do your ordering online. So check out their website. I'm always so excited when we do a special report. Uh, you know, in this case, them giving us a sneak peek, and it was really good. Like, I feel really good. Like, talking about this and recommending it because the pizza was fantastic. Yeah. And I have eaten a lot of pizza in this town, and this is going to go right up there with the best of the best. Yeah. You know, we talked about the the texture of it and all, and I think that there's a lot of loyalty to St. Louis-style pizza, but I like pizzas of all shapes and sizes. <laughs> and And I have to say, in this kind of range, which it's... Definitely a lot lighter than a Chicago-style deep dish. It's not that thick pie that you might be familiar with. But in comparing in that kind of general range, uh, this this is my favorite in town so far. Like, it was great. And I 
can't wait to go back. Okay, so make sure that you are following Motortown on Instagram because their food looks incredible. And tomorrow, when it opens, you've got to get down there and try it. Yeah. They're still figuring out their full model right now, but they're hoping that this takes off and people love it, and it's here to stay. So uh, make sure that you're supporting all the local restaurants right now. They're all you know doing their best. And especially, you know, when you see something like this of somebody trying something new, make sure you get out there and try it. And it has my full endorsement. Definitely. Me too. And we aren't at the point of begging yet, but if you are a restaurant that's opening soon, uh, let us know. (laughs) If you aren't a restaurant and you're a human and you hear about a place that's opening soon and you would like to know about them, uh, let us know or maybe even let them know. Just badger them on twitter until they send us an invite <laughs> and you can find us on twitter and instagram at uh, eat me in st louis podcast uh let us know what you want to hear more about uh and uh where we should try next all right thank you everyone and another thanks to motortown pizza for bringing us in and we will talk to you soon tell much i said hi